Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. On a Tuesday night here on Vison, got a little confused by the intro. We we, we switched it up. I like that we did man. A cool little intro they getting there. fancy with the camera angles. I like it. I like it. Slick, I like Slick it. Nick doing his things back there. Yes. I like that big time. That's Sean King, the pride of the Hamilton Tiger Cats. I'm Tim Murray. No, 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 no. We're what? not starting a show like that. No, I was Hamilton Tiger Cats yesterday. Do I want to be Arizona Cardinals? And do Arizona Cardinals? That's right. Stuff? Yep. Let's go with the. Cardinals. What about USF? Quarterback guru. That's tomorrow. Quentin Flowers. That's tomorrow. All right. Yeah, tomorrow. Today, hey, Sean King. Arizona Cardinal. Quarterback. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This is how bad I miss football. And this is how excited and how much anticipation I have of this season. I was watching an NFL TV rebroadcast of Cowboys Packers 2018. <laughs> okay. And I came away from this game if Dak Prescott gets back to being the athletic quarterback he was initially, then I think the Cowboys have a shot. He was really, really good in this game. But he used his legs. He moved in the pocket. He threw the ball with confidence. Now, they lost, mm-hmm. and they gave the ball back to Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, and they, and they took it down and scored. But I also was like, I don't know how the Packers got rid of Devontae Adams. <laughs> he didn't want to be there. But how did they not cultivate the culture and the relationship to a point where he'd never want to leave? Well, I think – it boiled down to, from everything you gather, Aaron Rodgers is, what, 38? Yeah. Eric Carr's 30? I'm taking under the Packers this year. I decided that while I was watching the game. They've been loaded. Aaron Jones was the running back. Devontae Still Adams, there. Jordy Nelson, Martellus Bennett was balling at tight end. Like, he's had guys. This is the first year since Aaron Rodgers has been the quarterback in Green Bay that they won't have, in my opinion, one of the top five skill position groups in the league. I like their offensive line. Uh, I think their defense is stacked. Um, Be but, interesting because they never played that kind of game. True. And where they, we cater to the defense or we play a defensive type offensive mentality, meaning we don't take a lot of chances, we run the football, we milk the clock, we try and get the game to the fourth quarter. They've never really been that type of offense. So this will be fascinating to watch. Yeah, two good running backs, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Yep. Um, but, yeah, there's a ton of questions, certainly, with, with the wide receiver room. Yeah. I mean, you've got – 
arguably the best quarterback in the game. And I say arguably. You could certainly make a case for others. Yeah, he's one of. Uh, but, just I mean, one of. Reigning two-time MVP. And, you know, right now your starting wide receiver core is Sammy Watkins, Alan Lazard, and uh, Randall Cobb. And Christian Watson. And Christian Watson, who you, you like. I love. I love. Uh, Romeo Dubs uh, from Nevada apparently is getting a lot of. I like Romeo Dubs. A lot of praise as well. So He's really good. I, yeah, I, I think the two guys they brought in from the draft have some excitement around them. Yeah, I think they're most – this is, I think, the way to look at it. Their two most talented wide receivers are going to be rookies. I agree. And at least in recent history, that's not really been Aaron Rodgers' yep. operating – he likes older veteran guys that understand the nuances of playing the position that can make all the subtle – adjustments. It's going to be fascinating to watch. It's going to yeah. be really, really fascinating to watch. Well, then you look at that division, and we're not doing the AFC or NFC North right now, but you, you look at that division, I think the Bears, I don't know what they're doing. Um, tons yeah, of questions I'm not, there. I'm not high on the Bears. I think the Lions are improved. I like the Lions. I just, I frustratingly like the Lions, if that makes sense. Explain. I wish they weren't on the precipice of, in my opinion, being a 500 caliber team because I'd love to see CJ Stroud or Bryce Young in a Lions uniform next year, but I think they're going to be just good enough to pick ninth, 10th, 11th, not be in contention for first, second, third pick. Because Jared Goff is kind of a quarterback. He's just a guy. Yeah. Well, he's, but he's, he's fine. Yeah. He's not going to lose a whole lot of games. He's probably not going to win a whole lot of games. He lost but, a lot of games last year. Yeah, but he was hurt for some of the time. And, and in my opinion, Detroit wasn't – the 2021 team is not as good as the 2022 team is going to be. Yeah, I, I like this team. I, I like the Lions. I think you've seen movement on their win total. Uh, you could have got six in a lot of places in town. I think mostly it's now six and a half. So I think this is going to be an improved team. I think people are going to be intrigued uh, by this Lions team. When you look at the weapons, they went out and you know mm-hmm. got DJ Sharkin from Jacksonville. They drafted Jamison Williams, your top wide receiver. Yep. Uh, in the draft. Now he's coming off the injury, so when is he going to ultimately be on the field? Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, I was a big fan of his, despite the fact that he played at that university in Southern California. Um, Panay Sewell they got last year. So they got... They're getting... And, and of course, they... You DeAndre know, Swift is there. They were able to get Aiden Hutchinson yeah, with the second overall yeah, pick. Yeah. He'll be a plug-and-play starter. I'm going to see if the Eagles can go on the road and beat me in week one of Survivor again. Because I think one of my Survivor tickets is going to be on Lions in week one. Why? Why would you play an underdog in Survivor? Well, just because we're talking to Eagles today. So, you know, I'm not pro-Eagles and everybody else is. So I think I may go Lions week one and get a win in Survivor with the Lions and I'll have a head start on everybody. If you don't understand. I don't understand what? That you would play an underdog in Survivor? Yeah. Lord help me. I said last year Texas was going to beat the Jags in week one, and they did. And I talked myself out of playing it. I agreed with yeah, that. Yeah, so I could have had a win on the Texans in week one. I could have had a win on the uh, Commanders in week two, Thursday night football. You played the Falcons week one. All right, you only have yourself to blame. Yeah, you're right. And then you played the Steelers in week two. I mean, I didn't realize guys were betting sports on the apps when I bet the Falcons. I mean, this year I know. Don't touch the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, we are 
uh, underway tonight. We will do uh, take an in-depth dive on the Philadelphia Eagles, who apparently Sean will be uh, picking against in Survivor. Uh, good luck. Um, but we uh, we will do the Eagles. Uh, Dave Zingaro from NBC Sports Philadelphia will give us his analysis yesterday. Some great stuff from Newey Scruggs uh, on the Dallas Cowboys. Eagles today, Commanders tomorrow, Giants on Thursday as we continue our look at every single team with our uh, segment called Summer Conditioning. Mm-hmm. We give you uh, give you our thoughts on, uh, once again, today is the Philadelphia Eagles. The NBA uh, free agency is, is ramping up. There's not a hu- huge bunch of names, even though apparently the New York Knicks think that Jalen Brunson is LeBron James. <laughs> So we will uh, we will get to the moves that uh, that the Knicks have made. Uh, we'll talk to Kurt Heelan later on in the show as well. But I, I gotta know you were hot last night. Mm-hmm. Had some winners. What do you got on the diamond tonight? I did. I'm two and zero so far. I had uh, Astros first five minus a half that cashed at plus one twenty. I had a large bet on uh, Cardinals Marlins over four and a half first five. I got. Extremely fortunate. I had the bottom of the Cardinals lineup, bottom of the fifth. They came they through. Four runs from them, yeah. Yeah, so um, right now, the only thing we're waiting on, we t- also took uh, did a two-team parlay. Astros first five parlay with the Cardinals for the game. Cardinals up 5-3, bottom of the seventh. And also have a big wager on Rangers, Texas Rangers run line. I think they're 7-1. I'm not sure what inning they're going against the Royals, so hopefully we can get that in as well. All right, good night. Uh, I bet against my Nats, and of course Patrick Corbin and his six six ERA through his uh, best game of the year. Yeah, they got holes in the uh, top of the knife. Struck out twelve, so that's what that's what happens. You know, you bet against your team. It wasn't if it was a young, you know, starter like uh, you know Josiah Gray or something like that. I wouldn't bet against my Nats, but it was Patrick Corbin. He stinks. Well, not tonight. He uh, he struck out twelve in eight innings, so the Nats got it done. They went three to one. So. A loser for me, and I'll just go back to not betting baseball on a nightly basis. I'm very happy on my one preseason bet, which was Nats under 71. By the way, they've won like six of eight. And uh, my two cigar bets with you, I'm good. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. I don't, need to, I don't need to mess with anything. I'm going to start sending you my baseball plays. <laughs> Please do. Yeah, that's what I got to do. Please do. You know, I actually thought I did this morning. <laughs> and did not. when I looked at the text chain with me and you and Aaron, I had sent you guys the uh, Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Signed the extension. Yeah, and I thought I had sent the two games that I really liked, which was over five, over four and a half in the cards and Astros' first five minus the half a run. So I apologize. Uh, that's all right. It's fine. I was uh, I had my had my sights set on uh, betting on a bad baseball team to beat a bad baseball team, and the other bad baseball team won. Whatever. Yeah. Such is life. It happens. Fortunately, I didn't tweet it out, so only I lost. So here's the, how you get back. Pirates. Go on your calendar and look at when Patrick Corbin pitches again. And bet against him? Yeah, just double whatever you bet today. Get your money back. It's true. You'll feel You're better. going down, Patrick Corbin. Because there's no way he's pitching two good games. Hell all. no. Yeah. His ERA is still north of six. They could be playing the Las Vegas Aviators next, and I'd take the Aviators over Patrick Corbin. <laughs> um, but, yes, your uh, commander, Sean, yes. uh, not a big surprise, uh, but ultimately they, they got it done with Terry McLaurin, which is important. He did not show up. Uh, to minicamp because he was uh, working out this contract. And uh, ultimately, the commanders, uh, they don't do a lot of things right, but they got something right here. Uh, they have re-signed Terry McLaurin, a three-year extension worth up to $71 bucks in new money. He will now be a top-five paid 
receiver. Um, Debo Samuel's next. Do you? They get Debo done before training camp. Do you like this? Just looking at McLaurin, do you think he is worth that absolutely. Type of money? Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. That's what the market is. So the way that I always view these contracts is the market is the market. Do I think Dak Prescott's worth $40 million a year? Do I think Kirk Cousins are worth $40 million? It's worth no, but that's what the starting quarterback, top half of the league market is. It just is what it is. You just hope as a player that when it comes time to redo your deal, you're in one of these phases where that's what the guys are getting. Warren Sharp tweeted this out. Last year, just 62.7% of Terry McLaurin's targets were catchable. (laughs) (laughs) Now he's got Carson Wentz. More on the Commanders tomorrow. Tonight, it's the Eagles. But up next, Jalen Brunson's about to get paid like a superstar. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine tingling shows on AE Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it... Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. When those those legends get here, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) You're here. You're here already. No, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The that's we the didn't problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now Gosh. we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize <laughs> well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how <gasps> lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Betty Network. Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths, Zen nicotine pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 challenge today at Zen.com slash 10. That's Z-Y-N.com slash 10. Zen nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Alongside Arizona Cardinal legend Sean King. <laughs> I like it. I am Tim Murray. How many games did you start in Arizona? Uh, Two, I think. You said you didn't feel right because you had four. Yeah, I, I never was myself. Mm. Need to be 10. Yeah, it's just something about it. Is that mental know? weakness? It's like Superman and Clark Kent. 
you know, Clark Kent in Superman. Who'd you back up in Arizona? Uh, Josh McCown was a starting quarterback. Was he there. like 43 then? <laughs> I had the baby Josh. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, he's calling him Helter Skelter. He just run around. So when he becomes the eventual, uh, when he replaces Lovey Smith, because that seems inevitable down in Houston, are you going to be uh, called up to be the quarterback's coach of the Texans? Yeah, yeah, I like broadcasting. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> Come on now. I do. I'm just being honest. You don't want to be the Davis Mills uh, quarterback nah, coach? No, my guy Ted White is there. I hope they do a good job this year. Um, got a couple good baseball games going on. Brewers Rays is an interesting series. I did not. You you saw it coming. I did not. Uh, Astros just pummeling the Mets tonight. They're up nine nothing. This game about to be over. Uh, so that uh, that's happening as we uh, as we speak. How about uh, Clayton Kershaw getting lit up tonight? I knew he was gonna get lit up. I told you that yesterday because he had the little smart snide little comments about Freddie Freeman. Mm. And, you know, the big uh, spectacle they made about him getting his Super Bowl ring. And, oh, I-, I wonder if he would rather be a Brave than a Dodger. Okay. I knew that was coming. Well, he would rather be a Brave than a Dodger. That's, that's pretty well known. He fired his agent today. But yeah. uh, Clayton Kershaw today, six runs on nine hits, four walks, four strikeouts. Uh, he's been having a, a great year, but uh, the Rockies leading six to two. Looks like, well, a lot of baseball still to be played there uh, in the uh, the Mile High City, but uh, they did uh, shut out the Dodgers last night, and they lead six to two right now. Uh, that one in the fifth inning. So uh, a couple baseball games uh, going on as we speak. Um, it's where we're at now. Did you bet the Orioles against them? Orioles are red hot. Yeah, I left them alone tonight. Uh, I just I didn't dislike them. I'm not as high on uh, Dean Creamer as I was uh, Kelly, who pitched yesterday. So. Uh, I chilled out with that game. If you would have asked me who I would have taken, it would have been the Orioles. But Aaron's I don't, pitching well this when year. you win two games with the Orioles, you tend to kind of ah, let's, let's not get carried away. They're, they're playing some good baseball, though, lately. You were on them last time. That was a great call by you. I think uh, producer Aaron Oster is on under four and a half first five. So we'll keep our eye well, on let's that. Let's go, Dean Creamer. Uh, 1.71 ERA for, uh, for Kramer. Yeah, but see, I think that's like, you know, you hitting four threes in a game, like, you got to make sure you have video of that game. I don't know if that's, you know, <laughs> sustainable or duplicable. I think, think my career high. High school, I think I hit three in one game. So, wow. Yeah. My senior year of high school, I shot every time down the court. So That does not surprise me. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. surprise me at all. I had a no pass. I'm sh- I am stunned. <laughs> I am absolutely floored by this uh by this development of your uh of your high school basketball career. Um, by the way, coming up in about 10 minutes, we're going to talk some Philadelphia Eagles. Our summer conditioning continues. Last night it was the Cowboys. We started it up, did some wind sprints. Did you hit the gym today? Uh, we're starting our we're starting our workout plan. So I actually downloaded something on my app that says it's a 30 day program. So I'm starting tomorrow morning. All right. Because I told you, I got to look. You to task. I got to make sure my cheekbone structure is good for July thirtieth or thirtieth when I get to New Orleans. Now you you called me out last night. That's right. And uh, I was in the gym today. Yep. Ran a couple miles. Got got on the bench. So we're, we're yeah. Yeah. See, the big fellow running in miles. Yeah. I don't even know what that that's means. How you, that's how you gotta gotta get rid of that I went to uh, belly. I went to Whole Foods today. Uh, I got me a uh, <laughs> one of those green juicer things where they they, they turn <laughs> celery and carrots. It's into liquid. Yep. 
Want to go? Want to do? I it? drunk water with my cigars earlier today instead oh. of uh, okay. bourbon, scotch, or whiskey. Congratulations! Thank I'm you. glad that you didn't drink bourbon or scotch or whiskey during the middle of the day. Well, come well, on, man. We worked here tonight. That's living. Do we? Uh, do we need to do like a juice cleanse together on the show? Uh, no, no. Just because the bathroom situation here isn't conducive to doing those kind of things. All right. Well, yeah. I got I, I got about three and a half weeks before hitting the. Hitting the beach back east, I need to need to need to get rid of some of the belly. Yeah, you don't want to go down there as the gangly ginger. You want to go down. I'm there. always the gangly ginger. Well, yeah, well, you know. I walked in. I walked in past a crew of uh, of ladies leaving Stadium Swim, and I can't repeat every word that they said, but it was, man, he is tall as bleep. And I just looked back and said, "Yep, that's true. That is correct." I am. It won't take long for you. So you got like that post, you know, pregnancy pouch, but it won't take long for you to get get rid of that, you know, and flatten it out. You know, you, you be feeling good about yourself. You're lucky that I, I, have, I have thick skin <laughs> coming at me, coming at me hard. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, All right. Uh, Kurt Heelan going to join us in about an hour. We'll talk some NBA free agency. Um, I, there, there are not – now, look, there's going to be trades and, and unique ways to, to maneuver, but the expectation, Sean, is that nobody of massive importance – this isn't the you know LeBron James type of – you know, free agency situation. We got a, we got a list we'll show you. Uh, Miles Bridges is going to get himself paid. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, who knows what that what's going to happen there. Doesn't seem like he's going to be headed to uh, Detroit anymore after they uh, drafted uh, Duran out of Memphis. So Bradley Beal, uh, I think he's going to take the massive payday and stay in Washington. Got some of these peripherally guys that that could be interesting. PJ Tucker reportedly going to be uh, headed to Philadelphia, but the one that's fascinating to me is what the New York Knicks, who once again shout out to our guy JVT, easy under on their season win total this year. The New York Knicks are trading pieces left and right, Sean, to get Jalen Brunson. Yeah, this is fascinating. I mean, I like Jalen Brunson. He's a good player. He had a great playoffs. Uh, very good. I don't know if it's great. Very good playoffs. He's about to get over a hundred million dollars by the New York Knicks. Now he's a he's from New Jersey. Played at Villanova. Um, <laughs> but the Knicks, as as Woj tweeted about a half hour ago, have cleared. $30 million in cap space to offer Jalen Brunson in the neighborhood of a max contract. I don't I don't get it. See, here's what's... Congratulations right, to Jalen right, Brunson, yeah, by we're the way. Definitely not, Go get your bag, yeah. man. That's awesome for you. But I, you said it off air. I don't want to steal your line, but I'll let you lead into it. I mean, the Knicks are nicking. There you go. I just... I mean, if you look at Jalen Brunson, he's been in the NBA for four years. Second-round pick out of Villanova. I always get nervous when guys have their best year in a contract year. And put some context on this. When I'm talking best year, he averaged 16 points a game, four rebounds, five assists, one steal, but also two turnovers. I mean, prior to that, his averages were 9, 8, and 12. So I, I just – I don't see the upside in this deal. Like, it's not I, – I, if, if this was Colin Sexton they were going after, I kind of could get it. okay. He hadn't really, he, he's been explosive. He's been dynamic. He's coming off of a year of injury. You're thinking that he's going to reach his full potential. I feel like we've seen the best of Jalen Brunson. Not saying he's a bad player. No, he's not. But, I mean, to build my team around? 
and you've got some young pieces there in in uh, in New York. They've got the horrendous Julius Randle contract that hasn't even started yet. Yeah. By the way, um, R.J. Barrett's a good player. He's getting better. Uh, so there's excitement around that. But it, mm. it it feels like to me, Sean, Jalen Brunson is about to get north of a hundred million dollars because he averaged around thirty points per game in a six game series in the playoffs and against an undermanned Jazz team. Jazz team that. Basically, it mailed it in. Like he, a, he had some tremendous yeah. games. He had 41. He had a 30-burger. Like, he had a fantastic series. Right. But, and maybe, and maybe for Nick fans out there, and I texted one of my buddies who's a Nick fan who's kind of defeated, and I said, oh, man, you guys are getting Jalen Brunson. He said, yeah, you know, when you get an opportunity to get the 85th best player in the NBA, you get you can't pass up on that. And, and, and maybe this will all be on old exposed takes here. Yeah, you know, in I don't a couple know. years. Why I, would I just, you go after Bradley Beal? He's not a free agent. I know, but again, they've already made trades to clear up cap space to get Brunson. They could have tried to put together trades to secure Bradley Beal. Because the thing with me with giving Jalen Brunson all this money, nobody's going to take less money to come play with Jalen Brunson and no. and Julius Randle. Like so, he's not like this glue guy. Where okay, if you sign him, some older guys that can still play would come with a chance to win a championship. Like I just don't get it. Jalen Brunson does not make the Knicks competitive, in my opinion, with the Celtics, the Bucks, the Heat, 76ers in the East. Congratulations to Jalen Brunson on likely getting a near yeah, max out. contract. Way to get him, well big dog. done. Because this don't make any sense. I feel for Nick fans. Actually, no, I don't. You celebrate it after one playoff win. I mean, you get what you deserve. All right, we're talking Eagles next. Dave Zingaro, NBC Sports, Philadelphia. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. And a weekly prediction pools to fight for your share. $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Yesterday on summer conditioning, it was the Dallas Cowboys. Today, it is the Philadelphia Eagles. That is the man who, once upon a time, were they still in the NFC East when you were in the Arizona Cardinals? Uh, no, they, no, uh, we were with the Rams. Back in the West. Yeah, they, in they, the West. they had yep. changed it up. But it is uh, former NFL quarterback, Arizona Cardinal legend, uh, Sean King. I am Tim Murray. And let's bring in uh, Dave Zangaro from NBC Sports Philadelphia at D Zangaro, Z A N G A R O. NBCS on Twitter. Dave, a lot of uh, big moves this offseason by the Philadelphia Eagles, but certainly none bigger, in my opinion at least, bringing in A.J. Brown and the production that he had down in Tennessee, and they give him the big deal. Um, adding him to the likes of Devontae Smith and Jalen Rager, who you know he needs to prove a little bit more. Uh, Zach Paschal's a guy who had success uh, in Nick Sirianni's offense in, in Indianapolis. When you look at this receiving core, um, how much now is there added pressure on a Jalen Hurts to step up his game more now that they are have so many weapons at his disposal? 
Yeah, you know, I think there is some added pressure on Jalen Hurts, but his job got easier too. Uh, you know, having AJ Brown, it, it's going to help him out quite a bit. It's uh, you know, th- that addition has the chance to really kind of transform this offense that uh, really last year had to become such a run-heavy offense based on the personnel they had and what they were finding success doing. But they ended up being the 25th-ranked passing offense in the league, and that's just not going to get it done, you know. Um, so they needed to improve in that area. And, and one of the guys we haven't talked about yet is, is Dallas Goddard, and mm-hmm. you can kind of throw him in the mix with those receivers. He's just as valuable a weapon for Jalen Hurts. And, and all of a sudden you say, all right, I mean, they have some real weapons here. They can spread the ball around. And it, it's funny because there's so much excitement around the Eagles offense going into this season, but it's really the same offense plus A.J. Brown, which kind of tells you how much uh, his role is going to mean to this team this year. You know, it's what scares me the most, Dave, as a former quarterback and understanding that league. Anytime your quarterback in the NFL is your leading rusher, he leads your team in rushing touchdowns, I just don't know how repeatable that is from year to year, especially with a guy – that's a smaller in stature like a Jalen Hurts. You know, my question is, are they going to allow him to actually play quarterback this year? I think there's a big misconception with guys like Jalen that you have to design all of these QB runs. He's most dangerous when you call regular passing plays and there's nothing available and he utilizes his athleticism that way. Will we see more conventional offense or do you think they just are what they are and what we saw last year is what they're going to be as long as Jalen's the QB? Yeah, no, that's a good point because I I agree with you. I think the most valuable part of his ability to run is really the off-schedule type of plays where, you know, the play breaks down, he can create, he can buy a few extra seconds, which lets his receivers get open. And we've seen that work uh, quite a few times for them last year. Uh, the touchdown number, I mean, he scored 10 touchdowns on the ground last year. It seems hard to believe that that's going to be – happening again I, I think that it's more likely that number comes down as passing touchdowns go up just the way that uh he kind of averages out there a little bit uh the, the strange thing is is really like last year they they started the season with all these rpos and all these read options and they kind of got away from it they they weren't as successful with it as they thought they were going to be um and they really became a, a run heavy attack with the running backs a little bit more later in the season uh, they have to trust Jalen Hurst to throw the football. You know, it's uh, and I uh, look. I'll give him credit because as far as running quarterbacks go, he does a pretty good job of protecting himself. Um, but that only gets you so far. I mean, it's it's still putting an extra target on your back every time you have a design QB run and you're you're putting him in harm's way. Uh, he needs to improve as a passer, and it's you know he he kind of gets a lot of the criticism in Philadelphia and around the league because we all know that you know he knows that the team knows that fans know that um the the encouraging thing about Jalen Hurts is that uh he has improved you know we saw him a little bit in his rookie season uh and then he improved over the course of last season he didn't end the the year very well he had a pretty awful performance in the playoff game but there are reasons to believe he's going to keep getting better. The big question in Philadelphia is what's the ceiling on a guy like Jalen Hurst? Because uh, everyone kind of agrees that what he was last year is not the finished product, that he's still getting better. But what's the, the ceiling look like and, and how patient are the Eagles going to be to let him get there? 
Yeah, very interesting. I think it's going to be fascinating to watch, especially because of the expectation. It seems that everybody that I talk to outside of Philly, you're the first you know, internal uh, person that I've talked to, seems to think that this is Philly's year. And a lot of it revolves on A.J. Brown, also Hassan Reddick, 23 and a half sacks the last two seasons. That adds a, a significant amount of you know, pass rush potential to that front. What's your expectation of Jalen this year? The things that alarm me, nine fumbles, led the team by far. And also when you minimize a quarterback's exposure to throwing the football, you put more pressure on him on third down. Because now you live in third and four to six the majority of the game, and he's always under duress to have to complete these high-pressure throws. What's your expectation for the Phillies' quarterback going into this year? Yeah, I will say that some of those fumbles, I think that's a little misleading just looking at the number. Some of them were like transfer fumbles. There was a bad snap or two in there. But overall, you're right. He has to protect the football a little bit better. Uh it's it's a tough deal because so much of it hinges on his success this year. They're going to go as far as he takes them. And I, I kind of like what they've done this offseason because they have this quarterback who, um, whatever you think about him as a player, he's really cheap, right? Because he's on this rookie deal and they know he's their starter. So they've really just said, all right, well, he's our guy, for at least for right now, and we're going to build the team around him. And, and the, the Eagles have done a pretty good job. Harry Rosen, the GM, has built a pretty strong team around him. They don't have a lot of weaknesses. Um, they've, they've done a pretty good job of, you know, they needed some pass rush. They brought in Hassan Reddick. I thought they had a pretty good draft getting Jordan Davis and the Kobe Dean uh, from Georgia to kind of bolster that defense. So you, you look at them and on paper, I, they should be competing for the division. I think the Cowboys, I know you, you said you guys talked about them yesterday. On paper, they've gotten worse since uh, the roster they had on the field last year. So I think the division is up for grabs, and I think the Eagles have enough talent to do it. It's just can the quarterback get them there, and it's going to be fun to try to find that out this year. Yeah, I'm a big, and we have uh, Dave Zangaro here, Eagles uh, analyst, NBC Sports there in Philadelphia. I'm a big Jalen Hurts fan. I actually think Jalen Hurts reminds me the most of Russell Wilson. And if you look at what Pete Carroll and company did with Russell in Seattle, very little of it was designed QB run. It was mostly play action, drop back, establish a run game. Talk to me about the three backs. You guys have three good backs, Scott Howard and uh, Sanders. That offensive line, are they good enough to be, let's say, Cleveland Brown-esque, where there be certain games where you run the ball, play great defense, and then take shots off your play action? Yeah, I mean, I you look at their offensive line. I, I think it's it's one of the best in the league, honestly. I mean, it doesn't get much better at the two tackle positions. You have Lane Johnson, who, you know, either the 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 best right tackle in the league or the second best right tackle in the league after Tristan Wirfs. I could say either one of them is the best. And then the left tackle, Jordan Mailata, played at a Pro Bowl level last year. Is you know he started playing football three years ago, and he's already uh, playing at this high a level, he's only getting better. Uh, the left guard, Landon Dickerson, a second-round pick, really started to play well at the end of his rookie year. You still have Jason Kelsey as the center, and then the right guard is probably going to be Isaac Samalu, who has been a starter in the league for a while. Uh, it's a pretty good unit, and they have some depth there. They have some guys coming off the bench if there are injuries, so they're still going to run the football. You know, They want to improve as a passing attack, but 
they they had a lot of success last year running the ball, and they're not going to completely get away from that. And, and you mentioned the running backs. Miles Sanders is still a top guy. He has to prove he can stay healthy. He's only played 12 games in each of the last two years. So uh, when he's on the field, I, he's really good. He's averaged 5.2 yards a carry over the last two years. Uh, that's second in the league uh, behind just Nick Chubb. So he, he's been really effective when he's on the field. He's, he's just got to stay there. And then they had the change of pace guys. They have Boston Scott. And Kenny Gainwell is someone who has kind of flown under the radar a little bit, had a pretty encouraging rookie season out of Memphis. We know those Memphis running backs uh, have played really well in the league over the last decade or so, and he's a pretty good one. I think he's going to have a role too. He's Dave Zangaro. Catch him uh, in Philadelphia, NBC Sports there. Dave. Dave, really appreciate it. All right, take care, guys. Thank you. More on the Philadelphia Eagles. This is the Nightcap on VSEN, the sports betting network. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it... Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. When those those legends get here, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) You're here. You're here already. No, uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. Okay. That's we didn't the problem. realize it until we uh, oh. started getting into seasons three and four, and now Gosh. we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize <laughs> well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how oh. lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. The VEASAN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today. You'll get VEASAN's daily best bets. That includes Adam Burps. Daily MLB best bets. Also, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, NASCAR, whatever you want, we have it. So if you want that full VEASAN experience, which features the daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. Alongside... Former Arizona Cardinal legend. I'm in. I am Tim Murray. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. We're in the midst of our conditioning. Sean didn't uh, start his summer conditioning yet today. I did hit the gym today for a good, Ooh, good hour trying to. Nice, nice. You know, it's all about rep. Now, were you sweating when you left? Oh, yeah. Okay. Good workout today. 
Um, so got to keep it going, though. Like so we, you're feeling like every Eagles fan that got off work today and was listening to local sports talk radio, and everybody's excited in that city about this season. I like that. I think they got a chance to be unbelievable on defense. So let's uh, – we just talked to Dave Zingaro and appreciate his insight. Um, let, let's get to the defense, Sean, because we, we spent the majority of the time, rightfully so, A.J. Brown edition, uh, I, I think kind of an under-the-radar acquisition. I'm not saying it's a, a monumental move. It's not like, you know, the Knicks signing Jalen Brunson or something <laughs> like that. But I think the addition of Zach Paschal is under the radar. Uh-huh. He had a lot of success – in Sirianni's offense in Indianapolis. You know, the two years, uh, his second and third year in Indianapolis, he had 41 catches, 607 yards, five touchdowns in 2019, 2020, 44 for 629, and five touchdowns. Those were Sirianni's last two years there. And he comes in, and he's what? The fourth, fifth option? You know, so you add, you have A.J. Brown, Zach Paschal, obviously Devontae Smith coming off his rookie Dallas campaign. Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard. Still hoping Rager develops into yeah, the what you thing. thought he was when they drafted him in the first he round. He was a first-round pick once upon a time. Dallas Goddard, pro football focus, and their ratings of uh, tight ends right now in the league. They had him number six, you know, among some pretty big names coming off of 56, 830, and you know, four touchdowns. What's performance. the other kid's name there? Watkins? Is it I think it's Quincy Watkins, is, is how you say his name. He's not a bad player either. So they got some young talent. And and before we get to the defense, the reason that I like this Eagles team so much, you mentioned the talent, mm-hmm. but what do they have working for them? Their starting quarterback's cap hit this year, Sean, is $970,000. Yeah. And when you have that, you mentioned the Seattle Seahawks and talking to Dave Zingaro. When they were the Legion of Boom, they had a third-round pick in Russell Wilson as their starting quarterback. That's what the Eagles have, a second-round pick in Jalen Hurts. Nine, less than a million dollars, just for argument's sake, in the division. Carson Wentz's cap hit, $28 million. Dak Prescott's cap hit, $19.7 million. Daniel Jones, it's not that big, eight point three, but still, you're able to get so many more pieces in there. You're able to go out and get Hassan Reddick, mm-hmm. uh, sign James Bradbury, so... Looking at that defense, what stands out to you about the Eagles' defense? Well, they're going to be able to rush the quarterback. You know, that's the one thing that that you know I think can kind of separate them from some of the other teams. Hargrave is coming off of you. He had seven and a half sacks. Sweat seven and a half. You're adding Reddick to that front. So I mean, Fle- Fletcher, you know, Fletcher Cox. Cox, you know, still has Darius Slay. Like they've got good pieces on defense. You know, I think the talent is there. I'm just always skeptical when everybody's on a particular team. 100% and agree. And everybody yep. has the Eagles as kind of their popular, going to win the NFC East pick. And that's kind of why I'm leaning to another team in the East. But I do like where the Eagles are headed. I just hope that they treat Jalen Hurts more like Russell Wilson than how they treated him last year where he led the team in rushing attempts, he led the team in rushing yards, and he led the team in rushing touchdowns. Now, I just don't know if that's a sustainable model in the National Football League. And I think the criticism and the questions you have about Jalen Hurts are certainly fair. And I'm a Hurts fan. I'm a guy that pulls for Jalen Hurts. You also I think like Gardner Minshew. I don't think he would be – I mean, he would have to really stink up the joint in order for him to be benched for Gardner Minshew. So I can be clear. My hesitancy with buying into the Eagles is not Jalen Hurts. It's Nick Sirianni. 
because I think you have to let Jalen Hurts play quarterback. And I just, especially as the season wore on, I didn't see the Eagles doing that. They, they were trying to almost shelter him from too much exposure, and I think that's the wrong way to approach a quarterback with Jalen Hurts' skill set. If Seattle would approach Russell Wilson, how Philly has approached Jalen Hurts, Seattle never wins the championship. But Seattle actually, even though they were run game oriented, they Russell Wilson played quarterback. Like, how many games did Russell Wilson run the the, the read option or the zone read? Or, or when did Russell Wilson lead the Seahawks in rushing attempts and yards? I mean, they had Marshawn Lynch. I know, but you know, he just talked about Miles Sanders and how good he is when he's healthy. He talked about Kenny Gainwell and how much he likes him, and you know, they still have Scott, you know, and uh, I mean, Howard. I, so they have running backs. And Miles Sanders last year. Averaged more yards per game than Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. but he was banged up. He had 754 yards, but he only played 12 games. I think, you know, as we talked to Dave Zingaro, the offensive line is certainly strong. Uh, we'll see what they do with with Jurgens, the center, if they utilize him at all this year. Doesn't seem like it. Seems like that was kind of a a, a pick to ultimately replace Kelsey at center. But defensively, Sean, you know, we've focused so much time on the offense. Defensively, Jordan Davis comes in. He's not a guy that necessarily gets to the quarterback, but he is an enormous human being. Mm-hmm. And he was somebody they traded up. They jumped the Baltimore Ravens at 14 to get Jordan Davis at 13. And I think he's an immediate impact guy, especially early downs and stopping the run. I don't think he's on the field for third downs, but he's, you know, first and second down. Jordan Davis is in there impacting the run game, and then you're able to open things up a little bit more for those pass rushers. And then the ability to go out and add James Bradbury when he was a you know a cap casualty by the Giants to pair him with Darius Slay. And I think the wild card, too, is we don't know really why N'Kobe Dean dropped. Mm-hmm. Now, he could end up just being a— Well, I told you he was going to drop. But all of the third rounds? Well, I told you he's not going to test well. We all said it wouldn't be. I, I was with you that he wouldn't be a first round yeah. pick. But to fall to the third round. But the NFL does this all the time. And they because overthink when the, things. Well, when the college football season ends, then it becomes a measurables contest. So guys that weren't as productive in college, if they're taller, run faster, jump higher, they start to leapfrog right. guys that were super productive in college that aren't going to run as fast, aren't going to jump as high, don't have length. And it happens all the time. I'm not definitely not defending, and it's definitely not the right approach. But, but it's why in the Kobe Dean, probably 10 years from now, you'll be looking back, how in the world did he fall to the third round? And that's what I'm saying is you have him now added to this defense that you already like. Jordan Davis is 6'6", 340 right there in the middle of that line. He's a rotational guy. Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cobb. I mean, they have a ton of pieces, but honestly, to your point, and look, I've already bet him. I told you on the show at plus 275 to win this division. At plus 160, I think there are different ways to look at, you know, betting the Philadelphia Eagles, as you see right there, to win the NFC East. I don't love it at that price. Um, What do you think about the win total? I think you go over. Okay. I think this is a, a ten, a, I think this is a ten win football team. And we mentioned yesterday. I know you don't love doing the schedule game, which is fair. Mm-hmm. But well, you look at the Dallas Cowboys. The three games that they have uniquely to their schedule that the Eagles don't. Right. Cowboys play Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. Cincinnati, 
and the Rams. Cincy and the Rams on the road. Philadelphia plays New Orleans at Pittsburgh at Arizona. Yeah, and I get it. Again, if they've progressed and to the point that people anticipate based on the prognications going into this year, the schedule is the schedule. But let me end, end this with this context because I want to put this in this segment. Josh Allen is a super athletic quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Josh Allen ran the ball 122 times last year. Jalen Hurts ran it 139. They almost had the same amount of yards. Jalen went for 783. Josh Allen was like 760-something. But here's the difference. Jalen Hurts had 432 attempts. Josh Allen had 646. Because Buffalo's throwing the ball and picking and choosing when they use Josh Allen's athleticism. Philly's running the ball and throwing the ball when they have to. And I think that has to change in order for Philly to really take this next jump. Well, what helps is you bring in A.J. Brown, who the yeah. last time we saw him on the field, he just had five catches for 142 yards and two touchdowns against the Bengals. Hey, fly, Eagles, fly. Two first-round picks, two new wide receivers, the top five arguably tight ends. Fly, <laughs> Eagles, fly. On the road to victory. I hate that song. <laughs> <laughs> Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 